From North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Norgrove with your headlines for Wednesday, February 7th. Renters living in Chico and struggling to make rent each month are far from alone. That's according to a recent housing study from Harvard University. NSPR's Eric Adams reports. The study found that about 60% of renters in the city are spending more than a third of their income on rent and utilities, making them cost-burdened households. Chico ranks second in California for the highest percentage of these cost-burdened households. The executive director of Butte County's Housing Authority, Ed Mayer, attributes Chico's position to the lack of affordable housing built over the years. You look around the Chico market, historically it's been terribly constricted. Uh, And it's been constricted to such a degree that we're seeing a real disconnect between the price of housing, which people have to have, and the incomes that are available to pay for that housing. Mayer says the increased percentage of cost-burdened households can be linked to homelessness in the city. We consider that any household who's paying more than 30% of their income for rent and utilities to be uh, not just burdened, but um, they're at risk. Uh, and these are the households that fall into homelessness. The Harvard study releases new data on cost-burdened households every year. This is the first time in at least five years that Chico has ranked in the top 10 in California. In Chico, I'm Eric Adams. The city of Chico announced it will issue more seven-day notices to unhoused residents camping in Bidwell Park and Tykert Ponds. The notices will be given to 27 campers on Monday next week. In a press release, the city said, of the 27, 12 individuals have previously been assessed and either refused or were removed from a shelter due to behavioral problems. The city said 42 shelter beds are currently available at the Pallet and Torres community shelters. And in other news, the Greenville Rancheria of Maidu Indians and the Maidu Summit Consortium will receive $2.5 million in compensation from PG&E for damage to their ancestral lands caused by the 2021 Dixie Fire. As reported by the Plumas Sun, the settlement was reached late last month and comes from a $40 million shareholder fund negotiated by PG&E and the California Public Utilities Commission Safety and Enforcement Division. The fire burned through more than 2,000 acres of tribally owned timberland in the Humbug Valley near Lake Almanor. A spokesman for the consortium, which represents nine other Maidu tribes and organizations, said he was surprised by the announcement. The tribes haven't completed a damage assessment, and it's unclear how the dollar amount was determined. Critics argue the payout isn't adequate compensation for the damage and doesn't hold PG&E legally responsible. And in the aftermath of the storms that buffeted the North State last week, PG&E has issued a warning to California residents, stay away from fallen trees and branches, because they may be hiding a power line. From California Hub member station, KALW, Ren Farrell has more. The worst of the Pineapple Express seems to have passed through the Bay Area. But Pacific Gas and Electric has warned customers to stay away from trees felled by the storm. On Monday afternoon, the company announced over Twitter that all fallen trees and power lines should be treated with caution. They may be energized and extremely dangerous. If you do see a down line, you should report it to 911 and to PG&E immediately. Maintaining aging infrastructure and dealing with downed power lines has been an issue for PG&E for years. Famously, the 2018 Camp Fire, which was the deadliest fire in California's history, was caused by a faulty electric transmission line that PG&E failed to properly inspect. 
They've been blamed for more than 30 wildfires since 2017 and have reached more than $25 billion worth of settlements with wildfire victims. That's why, in 2023, PG&E announced its System Hardening Plan. It includes the installation of stronger poles, covered power lines, and burying others in a process called undergrounding. As of Tuesday morning, more than 60,000 PG&E customers in the Bay Area still didn't have power. In San Francisco, I'm Ren Farrell. Shasta County officials were ordered to pay the Reading Record searchlight nearly $90,000 in a lawsuit on Monday. The paper reports the lawsuit was filed in order to force county officials to release public documents pertaining to an investigation into the sheriff's office. The paper's attorney said the hefty sum was due to the repeated efforts the county took to block legal orders to release the documents. The sum does not include the amount spent by the county to keep the documents sealed, and the paper reports it declined to share that information during Monday's hearing. And in legislative news, a court ruled on Monday that California can indeed enforce a law that requires people to undergo background checks each time they buy ammunition. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals panel voted two to one to stay last week's decision from a district judge saying the law was unconstitutional. California Attorney General Rob Bonta reacted to the ruling, saying the, quote, life-saving, common-sense law will remain in effect as they continue to defend it in court. He also called the lower court's decision dangerous. And finally, a bill introduced in the legislature this week could make it legal to use psychedelics in therapeutic settings in California. This is the latest attempt by state lawmakers to decriminalize psychedelics here, says Cal Matters health reporter Ana Ibarra. So this new bill is different than previous attempts to legalize psychedelics because it focuses on the therapy use of these drugs. Essentially, it would allow anyone 21 and older to use certain psychedelic drugs, including magic mushrooms, in a controlled setting and under the supervision of a licensed therapy facilitator. There is growing research that shows psychedelic-assisted therapies are beneficial in treating mental health issues like PTSD and depression. That's Cal Matters, Ana Ibarra. And those are your headlines for Wednesday, February 7th. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Evanora Grove. <laughs>